That's the nature of your emergency. Welcome to Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and I'm here with my co-host, Clint Walton. How are you doing? And today we want to talk about fitness and health. And no, it's not just another one of those episodes that we hear a billion gurus talking about all day, every day. First of all, we are not one of those gurus, and we just want to talk to you about our personal story and evolutional growth as it pertains to mostly our our new way of living and outlook on life. About six, eight months ago, you know, I weighed... 275 pounds. In that time from then to now, I've dropped over 70 pounds. I am not doing the newest fad diet. I haven't done anything that no one else can't do. I just changed my outlook on food. I have to say it's been life-changing for me. When I came to the reality of food is more of a sustenance type thing compared to an enjoyment, I really recognized that everything I ate was just for enjoyment. I wasn't eating the foods that were actually giving me anything. Eating out all the time, eating fried foods, going down that path of just the unhealthy behaviors that most of us all go down. And it's so easy, especially living in America. And I say that because we've been fortunate enough to travel extensively around the world. And most countries don't live the way that we do as Americans, where everything is so fast and accessible and supersized and not natural. It's just a completely different way of living. And maybe as you listen to this now, you can think back to the last time that you ate out. And better yet, can you remember the last time that you cooked a home meal for your family, one that was healthy, one that was full of the macros and the micros that were going to nourish and fuel your bodies instead of things that tasted good momentarily that you regretted eating just after you were done taking the last swallow? It happens to all of us. You're not alone. And everything that we see on TV or social media, it's just more and more reinforcement of these big companies trying to persuade us that that's the way that we're supposed to live our lives. But I think as things like functional medicine, for example, start to become more popular and there's more education surrounding the fact that most Americans are overweight and malnourished. Can we think about that for a second? Most Americans are eating some double or triple the amount of caloric intake that they should every day, and yet we're malnourished. That means that we're not getting the vitamins and the minerals that we're supposed to get in order for our bodies to function the way that they're supposed to. And when that happens, we go see a doctor maybe, something doesn't feel right, and then we're placed with this huge diagnosis right? Maybe it's asthma. Maybe you were told you have allergies, maybe diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure. 
whatever that diagnosis is, it's my belief that you do not have that diagnosis. And what I mean by that is most of these diagnoses that we're given are acute. And acute means that there is some underlying reason why you're having that as a symptom. Maybe that high blood pressure is a symptom of your diet. And when we really started to dive into the functional aspect of primal living, so eating things that come from nature, and that doesn't necessarily mean we're vegetarian. I, I am by the very nature of just the way I eat. Um, but what I'm talking about is the things that were from the land. So your meats, your vegetables, your fruits, your nuts and seeds. And what happens when we get back to nature and we start to only eat these things instead of something that's packaged, right? We've probably heard about making sure that we're only shopping the perimeter of the grocery store. We don't go into the middle where everything is packaged and bottled up and processed and gen genetically modified. But it's so easy for us to wander down those aisles and to throw a bunch of shit in the cart that we never intended on getting in the first place. But I know for me in particular, I have ulcerative colitis and I've always had to be very careful about what I put in my body. I guess you could say I'm hypersensitive in a way that most people should be. And most people probably are if they're paying attention to their body when they eat some really terrible food that their body doesn't want. My body just naturally tells me like you screwed up, Ashley. You ate something that you knew you shouldn't have eaten, but you did it anyways. And now you need to pay the consequences for it. Yeah. And that's not even going into the fitness side of things. You know, when we start talking about fitness, everyone thinks, well, I have to go to a gym. I have to do CrossFit training. I have to do all of these things that cost money, and I just don't have the money right now. You know, Ashley and I have a really nice home gym that we've enjoyed for many months now, and actually she's enjoyed for many years, but we don't necessarily need that to start out our fitness journey. Sometimes people burn themselves out before they even begin. Yeah, and just to interject for a moment, we really don't need any of the tools. Those, those are a luxury. And it didn't start out with us having the equipment that we have right off the bat. We've been married for 11 years. And through that time, I mean, we would go on Craigslist and try to find some cheap used equipment, which by the very nature of that was typically brand new anyways, because people don't usually <laughs> use the shit that they invest so much money in, which is a great tip, by the way. But there are times where we'll challenge ourselves and we have a giant hill that we live on top of and we'll go up and down the mountain several times and Believe me, there's nothing that gets our cardio better than hiking up and down that hill. But if you're not into that or you're just starting out, even taking simple walks, but you have to make sure that you're setting a commitment. And until we decided that there was this set structure, it just became something normal for us to work out every day. And Clint took a little bit longer to get on that bandwagon than I did, but now that he has... When we're not incorporating fitness into our day, there's definitely something missing. 
that feeling of waking up and you're still tired when your feet hit the floor or feeling groggy and tired midday thinking you need to reach for a coffee or an energy drink. There are ways around that. There are natural ways to make sure that you don't feel that way anymore. I don't remember the last time that I have ever felt that way. And I mean, in all honesty, I am a morning person, but I don't have, I don't have that feeling that I hear so many people complain about, about just wanting to press that snooze button. Yeah. And I've never understood that. I could never just hit the snooze button and fall back to sleep. And and so many people I know do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone has their own way of waking up in the morning. But when you start to get into the routine of hitting your alarm, rolling out of bed, maybe having your cup of coffee, or maybe you just go and work out. There's so many things that you can do just to start out your day. And I know for me, I have no excuse to not hold myself accountable every day. There's an app for that for everything nowadays. There's actually an amazing doctor. His name is Dr. Michael Bruce, and he has a quiz you can take online. It's called thepowerofwinquiz.com. And go ahead and you just pop your email in and you sign up for it. We're not affiliates or anything with him. It's just, this is something that we use with our clients all the time. And what it does is it gives you an understanding of your chronotype. And your chronotype is categorized by four different animals. And when you have an understanding of what your sleeping pattern is, we have something called a circadian rhythm. And the circadian rhythm is, by nature, what our biological clock is. I know a lot of people relate biological clocks with women in pregnancy, but the truth is that your biological clock is what tells you when it's time to go to bed and when it's time to wake up. And by having an understanding of what your circadian rhythm is, what your chronotype is, I'm a lion, and that's something I I really knew before even taking the test. It's very natural for me to wake up early in the morning, and I go to bed very late. But it allowed me to be okay with how I am and who I am without having to feel bad and compare myself with the way that other people do things. Yeah, and going into that, I'm a bear, so I need more sleep. I need to sleep in a little bit longer. But, you know, what the doctor says during his explanation of each chronotype in his book is we can't always adapt our lives exactly to how our chronotypes are set, but you adjust your lives to fit into it a little bit better. And it's been a cool tool that we use just to kind of play with how we feel and kind of hack our sleep. And the reason I brought that up is because sometimes we make the excuse about being too tired or too busy But by having the allowance and acceptance of knowing that my sleeping pattern is the way that it is, it makes me understand that there are prime times for me to do activities. And I mean, he has it nailed down to a T. He talks about your workout. He talks about your eating. He talks about the best time to drink coffee, the best time to have sex. Like he goes into everything. So in knowing that for me, I I have to work out in the morning because biologically that's going to have the best benefit for me and ultimately lead to a better night's sleep. 
and then ultimately lead to more energy the next morning. It's really helped me just to incorporate this extra tool into my regimen. And I know Clint's done the same thing, but this is just one very small example of all the things that are out there. There's my fitness pal. If you think you have a hard time tracking your calorie intake, maybe you want to know what your macros are, what your macros should be every day. There's an app for that. When we're able to understand these things, I think that is is the biggest part of the battle is just knowing why you're doing something. And I think we as a society need to completely get away from these fad diets that are out there. Um, pretty much it's another corporation kind of telling you what to eat and what not to eat. And there's nothing wrong with it. It works for millions of people. And not only that, but I've fallen victim to that myself. Oh, and I have for sure too. And, but for me personally, it's never been a sustainable way of life. And when we really start diving back into looking at just what we're eating and looking at what we're doing to stay active, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy, just as something as simple, and I tell clients this all the time, is wake up, do one setup as soon as you roll out of bed. And that triggers more and more down the line, and they get that, they start getting more motivated within themselves to continue pushing themselves to do more and more and more. Then it turns into one sit-up and one push-up, and then it just progresses. Yeah, and I think when you're able to track it like that, you're almost able to compete with yourself. And why not make it a game? Like, you and I, we can challenge each other to do sit-ups before we go to bed. I When I'm having a hard time falling asleep, which is pretty rare for me, (laughs) I'm one of those people that can knock out anywhere, anytime, but I'll do leg lifts before I go to bed and just having that heated blood flow, it helps when I put myself in a meditative state and then I'm able to fall asleep easier. But I think the main takeaway for this is that everybody's fitness and health journey should be defined as their own. There is no specific fad diet out there or a magical pill that's going to solve any of the problems that you've ever struggled with, with your weight, with not gaining muscle. Maybe you struggle with gaining weight instead of losing weight. What it comes down to is just finding a way to make lifestyle choices that are going to last forever. Maybe as you sit there, you can think of some changes that you can make in your own life that you can easily adapt to and changes that are going to last forever. And not only for you, but for your family too. Maybe you can think of the next meal that you're going to make for your family or for yourself that's going to actually fuel and nourish your body instead of giving you that groggy, tired feeling just moments after you eat it. And I know for me, by not allowing myself to be discouraged by what I see other people doing other people succeeding at or failing at, and by deciding what works for my my body based on what my body's telling me, I've really been able to adapt changes in my life, and Clint has too, that have really allowed us to enjoy our tactical living. 